Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. Do you know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. The Why Watch That TV Talk. I think you have a sneak peek for us. Oh. I think I have a sneak peek for you. Ooh. We have a sneak peek together? Wow. This is amazing. Now listen. There was a movie uh, a few years back with Chris Evans. And it kind of got it, it got buzz. It was, you know, a buzz. And it was based on a graphic novel. That is now a TV show Hmm. on TNT. Snowpiercer. Uh Remember that movie? They're on the train and it can't twin. uh, What's her name? Uh, Twyla. What? No. Tilda Swinton. (laughs) Tilda Swinton. Oh my goodness. She was, I was like, Lord have mercy. She took her costume seriously. Every time you give that woman a costume, just be prepared. The teeth. The teeth. Well, okay. The glasses, the haircut. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh my! She looks like the woman from that CBS, uh, uh, with uh, LL Cool J. <laughs> that little, she's a little person. <laughs> they look, never oh, mind. Oh, you oh, know. oh, yeah, the CSI. Uh, yes. Something. Yes, um, with Chris uh, O'Donnell or whatever his name is. And anyway, that is not this. <laughs> she does not show up in this. However, Jennifer Connelly does. Mm. And Davi Diggs. You know who Davi Diggs is, of course. Hamilton, come on. Yep. Uh, um, excuse me, Tony Award winner. Yes. Uh, and other people are here. Now, it's 10 episodes. It premieres on the 17th of May. As of taping, you have seen some of this, or if not all of it. All of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is season one. It's already picked up for season two. So we know it's not the end when we watch it. This is Bong Joon-ho's, based off of his film adaptation and the graphic novel, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Is this something we need? Now, you know we address that on... We do! We talk about it on Why Watch It. Why are we watching it? Why watch that? If we like this, we like that. Do we need this TV show? Mm. You're the only one who can answer it among us. 
Well, yeah, especially um, thinking about the movie, which is available on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Now, this is set, my friends, in a post-apocalyptic world. The apocalypse has been a frozen apocalypse because of what man has done to the environment and because of nuclear war and all of that kind of stuff. So this starts seven years after the world has become a frozen wasteland. Oh meaning gosh. This, meaning this, if you don't have appropriate shelter, you are dead. Okay. Whoa. So the snow piercer in French, le trompe-neige. <laughs> Thank you for that. So the Snowpiercer is this train that has 1,001 cars on it. That's a long train. And it's in perpetual motion. This is what keeps the engine going. So it can't stop. It goes around the world without stop. And the question is, how do you get on this train? Because right. a lot of people during this apocalypse decided to uh, not continue living. Oh. Now, what about the people who wanted to continue living but didn't have a ticket on board Snowpiercer? Mm. So, there are certain classes on this train. Just like any train, you know, you have first class, second class, and so on. So, the closer you are to the front, the more money you had. Mm. Now, the people closer to the front paid into the Snowpiercer. Okay, they are the reason why it was built in the first place. So the question is, if you have people who didn't pay and are on this train, how should they be be treated? They weren't planned for. Remember, everything's frozen. How do you have food? Entertainment. Other kinds of services that are needed. Right. And if you have people who weren't planned for, what happens to the resources? Mm-hmm. So this is like a microcosm of what we see in the world right now. There aren't enough resources to go around. So how do you allocate? And is it fair? Might depend on who you ask. Now, David Diggs plays Leighton Well. He's at the back of the train. Is that Chris Evans' character? It is. Got it. So he's in the 1,001st car at the back. Now, does he have a kid? Hmm? What is that like? There are kids on this back of the train. There are adults there as well. They aren't really able to clean themselves appropriately. The people at the front come back and maybe take a few of them to fulfill certain needs and send them back. What happens if they try to come to the front of the train? There are punishments. And all of this is doled out via the soothing voice of Jennifer Connelly's character, Uh-oh. Melanie Cavill. Now, this Does was she have Tilda a wig? <laughs> now, she's completely different characterization. Okay, got it. So the, the oddities of Tilda's character are gone. Okay, got it. She is the flight attendant kind of person. Mm. That's it. So she does the ding, 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 hello, you know, that kind of thing, talking to everybody. Mm. But she is the voice of the man who's in charge, the captain. No one sees the captain, though. He's holed off alone. 
So she's the one who's his conduit. You want to speak to him, you speak through her. And she'll mm. call him. He'll say what he needs. And then she'll relay the message. Now, she also has someone who's her right-hand woman. Someone who was in the Americans, Martha. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, I love her. So this is played by Allison Wright. Her name's Lila. And she is all about perfection, about serving the people who paid. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Let's get that straight. And this is not a democracy. Mm. She's like a nicer Joe Clark. <laughs> okay. So what's that like? And the whole question is this. Of course, the people at the back of the train want to be treated with respect. They want to have yeah. the right kind of food. They ain't pay though. I, I, like, I'm sorry to say, you did not pay. Mm. And that's the point. Now, there were people, like in third class, they're the hired workers. They were hired. They work for what they get. Second class, they paid a little more. They have better accommodations. First class, they paid the bulk of it. Millions upon millions of dollars. So, you know, this class struggle is there, but you did not pay. Mm. So how do you negotiate that? So they want to move forward. They want to know what's going on. They want to assert themselves. They want to be a, a regular part of this new community. Will they be allowed to? And again, what are the repercussions if they don't? So we know that Leighton, played by David, he's going to make it to the front. I mean, you yeah. just I mean, that's what happens. But how? What is the cost of that for him? And will he remember the people he's left behind? Does he have an ulterior motive? And what is really going on on this train? That's really the question. Mm. Because people go missing, missing to where? Also, the captain isn't seen. Why not? Mm. What's going on with Jennifer Connelly's character? Hmm? There's more to her than meets the eye. And you get glimpses of, of that early on if you look at what she's wearing. I'll put oh, it that way. Oh, okay. So there's a lot going on. And really, in my review, the reason that I made it through all 10 episodes is because I like the thoughts behind this. I like the thoughts behind the movie. I just like the whole thinking of this happens, we're all on the train, we have different classes, the resources are scarce, how do you allocate it, who is in the right, who's in the wrong, maybe it's uh, all gray, who knows? That to me is the most compelling part. How can you keep this thing going? What happens if an obstacle presents itself? The train can't stop. Now I will say if you watch the movie, by the end of season one, it ain't the movie. Oh, okay, there we go. They Good. take you somewhere else. I Literally! Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that. There's something going on outside of the train that might have an effect. Now, there was some meandering here. Oh, the writing okay. wasn't always great. I was looking at it like, mm. in particular, I don't think they wrote for da David. If you hire him, you have to write for him. He is not Chris Evans. That's not what he does. I just wasn't buying it all the way. There were moments when he found himself a little bit of sarcastic humor that's him. And that's I was like, that's the character. I hope in the next season, they start writing more for him. Jennifer Connelly is Jennifer Connelly. Very, you buy everything she has to go through, even despite some of the writing issues. 
Gotcha. There are other characters okay. going on as well. Some of them are interesting, some of them are not. So the question is, if you're interested in this kind of idea, I would watch this. If you saw the movie and you just like the thoughts behind it, I would watch it. Does it reach the quality of the movie? No. It's not as interesting. It doesn't look as good. None of that is on the same level. It is not Bong Joon-ho doing mm, this. Okay. But there is enough here to warrant a watch for people who are fans of this kind of uh, a post-apocalyptic sci-fi kind of thing. And again, if you want to see where they go in the end, I do want to see what happens in season two after finishing it. Just know in the middle of this season, you might need a bit of patience. So, wow, that's a great review. We have some patience as well after that review, and we are going to be rewarded for our patience because the ref is taking us back to Netflix's sneak peek. It is the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable. Interactive. Interactive. <laughs> I love that theme song. This the interactive special that they have. So we can already see that the ref is interacting with the <laughs> song. Uh, and we'll see. Now, it's Kimmy versus the Reverend. Mm-mm. And this premieres on May 12th. So tell us, ref, is this something that we go back into the world of Kimmy Schmidt and just have some fun? Because that's what this show is about. It is. And this is um, Netflix's, they've only done a handful of these. In fact, I only know of two. If they've done more, I'm sure. The first one was the, um, uh, gosh, now I forgot, the the Black uh, Mirror uh, Interactive. And I did that one and it's pretty dark and you know, you you go, I mean, it's Black Mirror. Come on, go deep into it. Now this is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So if you've never seen it these are half-hour comedies that are available exclusively on Netflix. It comes from the brain of Tina Fey and folks, I will say, but Tina Fey and um, and Robert Carlock really are the brainchild of this. If you haven't seen it, it may be a little bit... I mean, if you haven't seen it at all, I would say before you watch this, watch a couple episodes. Again, it's like 30 minutes. It's... It's nothing. Yeah. Because it's very particular show. Now you're thinking, oh, I love Tina Fey. I mean, I love 30 Rock. I loved her on SNL. I loved her all her movies. I mean, it's fun. But this is like if Tina Fey were on crack. That's, I mean, is it not? If literally, if she were on, if she were just like, oh my gosh, just thinking millions of miles a minute, coming up with any and every idea, that is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Very, very briefly, very briefly. We have a woman named Kimmy. She has been um, held hostage underground by the Reverend, played by John Hamm, for from 12 years old all the way into her 20s. She only knew her other mole sisters, is what she called them, and I don't think he was—he didn't sexually violate them, but he just was like he loved to kidnap girls and put them in holes and make them wear Amish clothing. She was rescued and introduced back into the world, and her dream was always to go to New York, and she does. Now, imagine if you went underground at 12, came back out at, like, 25 or 26 or however she was, and you knew nothing but the girls that you were staying with and the reverend who he married. They married. They're married. So that's the gist of it. She goes and she rooms with... um, uh, Titus's character, whose name is Titus in this, 
um, who is a flamboyant, wonderful, bigger than life character. I mean, he's huge and trying to be an actor. He's also, um, you know, definitely someone who, uh, if you're going to have a roommate in New York and want to introduce them to the things of New York, probably not great pairing with Kimmy, but they become best friends very briefly. Jacqueline, who's played by Jane Krasinski, um, or Krakowski, what am I saying? Krasinski, Krakowski. She is a widowed, well-to-do person who befriends Kimmy. Um, they have a friend named Lillian, who is kind of like the New Yorker, who is, you know, sort of gives them the rough edge of New York. All that to say is check out Unbreakable. It's fun and funny maybe to you i enjoy it you don't have to watch it but we i will say at the very end of the final season kimmy stands up to the reverend the reverend is put in jail we all know this i'm not spoiling anything well i am if you haven't watched it he's put in jail and she's off to get married to a prince a real prince hmm. mm. And I will say that she had not had that in plan in her in her plans because she sold her story in a book form and became rich. What? And she's marrying a prince who's played by Daniel uh, uh, Radcliffe, Harry Potter. And this prince has been sheltered. So at the start of this interactive experience, you have Kimmy preparing for the wedding and what do you do when you prepare for the wedding you've got to have a dress which dress is she gonna have you decide mm. oh. on the other side you've got titus who is as a movie i mean it's a big huge movie it's the, now and remember if you if you knew from the series titus is yes he is gay but he plays straight men and it's hilarious to watch because titus is huger than life and but he plays straight men like it's funny it's just funny um and that's the point of it he's got a film and now um that's that's coming out he has to prepare for it but he's always hungry why can't he eat anything well you decide um and of course playing his wonderful agent is of course you know jane uh Krakowski, Jacqueline, who is keeping him on the straight and narrow. But as we find out very quickly, Kimmy has her talking backpack. Yep, like Dora the Explorer. That's when I said Tina Fey on crack. That's what I mean. Um, Dora the Explorer talking backpack. She's just kind of making her way through life and her talking backpack is feeling a little heavy. She's like, well, let me look inside. And she finds a book. A choose-your-own-adventure book. Come to find out, this is the backpack that she had when she first got went into the bunker. And so now she has it. It's her favorite backpack. But that book inside of hers isn't hers. Whose book is it? It's for a girl, a preteen. If it's not hers, and it's none of her mole sisters, is there a possibility that there is another bunker that the Reverend had? So now you have to go on this adventure with Kimmy to see if there indeed is another bunker full of girls. You'll find out if they are. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. You might not get that far. <laughs> and, and all at the same time, how is she going to move forward with her wedding? What about her fiance? How's that relationship going to pan out? 
You choose. You choose. Mm. Who does she take with her on this adventure? You choose. Is she going to take her best friend and former roomie? Is she going to take Jack? Is she going to take Jacqueline? Is she going to take Lillian? Who is she going to take? You choose. And remember, when you choose things, some things move the story forward and some things you may have to go back and redo. (laughs) So as she is going through the, um, I won't say what state it is because, you know, you have to figure that out. She has to figure out stuff from the reverend. She visits him. What's the repercussion of that visit? You choose. And then as she's maneuvering through all of these clues that hopefully if you pick the right way, you'll get to get to the clue. Are there really girls down there? Does she rescue them? Does she not rescue them? You choose. What happens if she comes face to face with the, with the reverend again? You choose. And what about Titus? Isn't he supposed to be shooting a movie? Is he gallivanting around with Kimmy? I don't know. You choose. Mm. Or did he stay and move forward with that? You choose. So the fact of the matter is, you choose. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a lot of fun. You get to visit some old characters that come back and, um, you know, you get uh, all kinds of people showing up who have showed up um, in the series. John Hamm is Ham. And he's a joy and and fun to, you know, interact with Fred Armisen, if you choose right, will show up somewhere. So it really is a wonderful choose-your-own-adventure on the comedy side. And I can't tell you enough, this is the perfect comedy for it. Because it's so off the wall. I mean, we've got full-on dance numbers. I'm going to say this. This is not a spoiler because I looked on the spoiler sheet. You know how Netflix, you can skip the intro? Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Try it. Mm. See what happens. Mm. I'm just saying. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and you and you going to get your whole money's worth with that. Wow. You get full-on dance numbers. You get multiple songs, of course, you know, because, you know, you've got a lot of Broadway people on here. But you also get hilarious alternatives to the storyline. Now, quite frankly, I made it through. I did get to the end, but I went back and watched another, or I did another round of it. And again, when you go, after you do it, you don't always have to go back to the beginning because, you know, that's a lot of watching. But if you do it once and you go back, it'll it'll fast forward through some of the dialogue so you can actually get to making those choices again. And so I decided to go a different route. And (laughs) all I have to say is this, and this is not a spoiler. Um, Jacqueline, on set, you get get multiple choices as to what the problem on the set is. I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you choose one way, hilarious. Now, if you choose another way, you can undo something huge in our entire culture and it is hilarious in our whole culture you can undo it with one choice (laughs) and it's hilarious and i laughed so hard and i thought only tina fey and team could think of this because this is ridiculous 
the whole scene ridiculous one choice you make undoes society and it's hilarious so all that to say if you because we have a little extra time on our hands during this situation um if you're not into unbreakable i think it's okay if you've seen a couple episodes at least you can it's it's it, there's an end to it so it's not like you have to keep watching multiple episodes i think it's worth a try i think it's funny i think it's ridiculous titus is hilarious everybody's on their game in multiple ways just saying wow so two sneak peeks from us as the ref was saying, this sounds like a lot of fun. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend Interactive Special will be available on Netflix May 12th. Uh, for Snowpiercer, this starts on TNT on May 17th. Okay. Wow. It, look, whatever. I'm sure one of these will appeal to someone, <laughs> whoever it is. <laughs> Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.